Yo! Welcome to the podcast, everyone. This show is called Happy Sad Talk Thing. And my name is Mac and Carol. Uh, this is a show where I talk to my friends or people who I want to be my friends about cool stuff. Um, I usually pick their brains about, you know, how they are the way they are, why they like the things they like. Um, but it's free-form conversation, so it goes where it goes. Um, and there's usually lots of silly stuff. And then there's usually lots of... Uh, interesting thoughts as well so there's usually something in here for everybody anyways um this is also a special episode because it's the one year anniversary show uh i released the first podcast a year ago today which is crazy i'm so stoked i didn't stop (laughs) i mean they're pretty sporadic and they're pretty irregular but um yeah man i mean i'm so grateful for this fucking podcast um and I'm just really grateful for you guys for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. This podcast has brought so much, uh, so much joy into my life. Um, the live ones, like there's been so many unforgettable moments and memories. Just people sitting cross-legged on my kitchen floor in my apartment. Uh, whether it's listening to Jensen McRae's spoken word poetry or listening to Jack and Chase or seeing some hilarious improv or something. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. It's just I've had so many great conversations because of this podcast. Um and I've made so many friends because of this podcast. Um and so it's just really just been a really cool tool. I got to talk to my dad. I got closer with my dad. Um you know, there's there's been a lot of really good times had here on the happy sad talk thing. <laughs> there's been a lot of this. There's been a lot of me laughing at myself. There's been a lot of uh me saying the word like, there's been a lot of just self-deprecation. Anyways, a year, you know? It's interesting. Um, I wonder if this keeps going for another couple of years, if I'll look back and um, see, you know, patterns and, and things that I thought I changed or maybe didn't change. Um, yeah, I was, I was scanning through some of the old ones. Um, I was going to do like a best of but i just couldn't stand listening to myself that much (laughs) i may i may do that at some point uh, because that sounds fun um but yeah i just uh man really really so self-deprecating you know so working on that working on uh embracing myself you know but i feel like i'm learning i feel like i'm growing um a year is an interesting time to quantify um but i do feel a lot more calm in this last year um but yeah it's it's been a good year for me man i really can't complain um so just shouts out to you for being in my life and being a homie <laughs> and thanks for listening to the podcast um also if you want to be on the podcast just text me <laughs> or hit me up on facebook you know this is um this is not an exclusive thing this is just uh let's talk let's get to know each other um anyways this is a really cool episode i did with madison shekel who uh also has a podcast um called wolfie and friends it's very great you should check it out if you want to hear about some cool artists like muna or ren martinez or just other dope peeps um anyways yeah we hadn't really hung out too much so this was a this was a cool uh introduction to her for me because we're gonna be working together and making some music um she's also just super dope um 
So yeah, enjoy this episode. Um, so what happened? What happens usually is I have the guests walk in and the mics are already recording, but they're just like chilling on the table, and then we like pick them up and start talking. But Madison was like saying a bunch of dope stuff before that happened. <laughs> so basically, the first ten minutes of the podcast are like the microphones aren't in front of our faces, so I had to like turn them up a bunch so it like doesn't sound as dope as it will. So if it's bugging you, just give it like ten minutes. But I wanted to keep it in because. She comes in, uh, she comes in swinging, if I can say that. <laughs> but she's wonderful. She's a, a songwriter, producer, uh, artist, awesome, nice person. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, enjoy the conversation. I really dig this one. Um, much love, everybody. And we'll, we'll see you next year, if you're still around. <laughs> Bye. I almost have Asperger's. <laughs> I took a I took a quiz online. Yeah. And everyone's like, mm, online quiz. <laughs> but um it was like it looked more legitimate than I think people think. Right. <laughs> and I got a 31, and then they said... Out of what? I don't know. But then, <laughs> but then they said, if you got a 32 or higher, you probably have Asperger's. Okay. So I'm pretty close, but I think what that means is that when well, I'm obviously high-functioning, I haven't been diagnosed, so right. I can't fully claim to be a part of that, but yeah. I do ask some... I can be blunt at times. <laughs> Dude, I'm all about it. So don't mind me. <laughs> but the reason why I asked, or the reason why I told you that is because I was going to ask, uh, do you get depressed a lot? Yeah, I just got diagnosed, um, which I'm like hyped on. You know? <laughs> Did you have like an explanation for Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just started taking antidepressants like uh, in December. December? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. new. Is that helping? Definitely, man. That's um, cool. Oh wow, you were really prepping me for like something so much, so much more blunt than that. <laughs> Megan, you feel sad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's probably that's not uncommon for right. our scene. But yeah, yeah, it's interesting because um, it's like I don't know. I definitely feel like the antidepressants help. Um, that's cool. Yeah. It definitely, like, I was really scared of them for a really long time, you know? Have you been depressed for a long time? I think so, man. Or, like, I don't know. Because it's a weird thing to deal with because you're, like, don't really know if you're dealing with it, <laughs> you know? Really? Um, yeah, it's just, like, I can't tell if, I don't know. I'm still figuring it all out, but, um, I definitely was, like, I don't know, just like really high highs and really low lows for like my whole life, you know? Mm. Um, and then it's just, it's definitely felt nice to have like some emotional stability in the right. last couple months. It's kind of balanced you out? Yeah. Um, or kind of brought like the ground floor up a little bit, you know? That's cool. And I That's like, good. Yeah. And I thought it was going to like fuck with my like connection to the universe or something, you know? Or like, you know, it's like my personality is like right. my whole thing, you know? Right. I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to mess with levels but I definitely still feel like myself which is good I just kind of don't maybe go as low have people commented on your behavior 
Yeah. Like, oh, Mac, and you seem so much happier. <laughs> well, it's weird because, like, my family would, like, I don't know. Like, when I was a kid, like, I was like, oh, I don't feel correct, and I want to deal with it. And, like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And I kind of felt, like, blamed, like, they would blame me for it. Like, oh, you're not trying right. hard enough or something. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, in the last couple of months, my problem has been, like, I've had more energy so I like kind of got cocky and I was like oh I'm invincible now that's great <laughs> you know that's awesome no but then I like I burned out these last couple weeks and I, cause I like tried to overdo it and so it's definitely been humbling in the last couple weeks to be like oh man I'm bummed too I still have limits I feel like for the first time I'm having seasonal is it seasonal affective or affect I have no idea you know like when there's no sun and they get all sad yeah for the first time, I feel like I have that. I've just been bummed out. Yeah. Maybe I'm working too hard. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? I'll just keep going. Do you get bummed a lot? No, I used to. In oh. college, I was totally depressed. Yeah. Like, freshman year was a huge bummer. And I just figured, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. my first year. Yeah. I just chalked up to that. But then, sophomore year got even worse. And mm -hmm. I was, like, barely eating and spending all my time alone. Right. And junior year, I don't know. I don't know what changed. But... A combination of external circumstances changing and other things and yeah and ever since I got out of college I felt invincible yeah <laughs> and and the Asperger's almost or whatever right. has also made me I'm just like super confident hell yeah confident. that's awesome um a co-worker the other day asked me like what's your biggest flaw and I said <laughs> first I said I think I'm too cocky but I also don't really think that's a problem, but maybe that is the problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I haven't been, I haven't been depressed in a really long time, which is cool. Mm. Do you know like what shifted? Was it just being out of school? Um, it was getting a girlfriend really okay. helped. Um, and it was being out of school, yeah. not having to be around a bunch of people I don't want to see. Mm. Getting, I mean, essentially getting to like live my life the way I want to. I think I listened to one of yours. I can't remember which which one it was. And you said that thing where you you said the same thing where you felt like you made some like really awesome fast friendships with people mm. just because it's a podcast. And I felt the same thing too. That's cool. And also it's like who cares? Right. <laughs> I seem a little delirious. I told Mac and earlier that I haven't eaten much today, so I'm a little a little crazy. You're all good, man. But. Yeah, I think I used. I am super socially shy. Right. So if like you throw me into a party, mm -hmm. I'm gonna seem super weird, <laughs> and I probably I don't do small talk very well. Right. So I'll probably come off really strange. But if you invite me over with the express yeah! with the express purpose <laughs> of like talking to me, yeah, and we're gonna talk about music, and I think you're cool. Thanks. And not a huge loser, then we'll probably we'll probably be okay. Yeah, man. It was definitely just like interesting with Rosie because we like we she was so ready and so open, you know, that we like had to stop recording because we just started talking about like really personal stuff. That was like, oh shit, this is not internet worthy. Yeah, no, dude, she's cool. Rosie's the best. Yeah, she's rocking, man. But yeah, it's cool podcasting with a fellow podcaster. Like this. Oh is please, a, this no. Is the first I'm not a podcaster. What? I'm a I'm a podcaster. You about have as, a podcast. I'm a podcaster about as much as like <laughs> Jessica Simpson's a, like a, an artist. You know. <laughs> Like, I've done it, but then I stopped. Right. You know? Did you stop officially podcasting? I don't know. It's just, I, I just, it, it was too hard to be consistent for me. Yeah. Because I was putting so much effort into, like, 
everything else. I feel you. That um, that it was hard to like. I'm re- I'm super super ambitious. My brain gets super super crazy. Yeah. So if I have the idea to do a podcast, all of a sudden it's like I want to do you know 50 episodes and yeah. I'll have a 50th celebration. <laughs> then, but then you know it's hard to live up to those ambitious dreams. So I pretty much only keep the ambition for like music. And I try to be the best at music, and then, but I always get distracted by the other these other cool things. Yeah, but yeah, it was. I definitely want. I definitely would keep doing it, but right now mm. I just don't really have the time. Yeah, I feel you, man. Like I've been off my game. I haven't put a podcast out like this year. I think even. I just realized that once I started recording, every single intro was like, "Sorry, it's been a month." <laughs> then I was like, "Maybe I don't have to do this. I'm putting yeah. so much pressure on myself." It's true, yeah, because no one's like knocking on my door, like Mac, and where's the next podcast? <laughs> It's like there's yeah, exactly. so many. If anybody has an appetite for it, there's plenty <laughs> fucking out there. But I like I don't know. I want to keep doing it. But then yeah. like I was listening to this one podcast, this one interview with Ben Folds, and he was saying like I would never have a podcast because I feel like it would satisfy my like need to be heard. You know that I like put into music. You know and like feel like he had nothing to say. And so I'm wondering. I'm like fuck. Is this like taking that kind of energy away from other parts of my life or like my need to make stuff like this? Really like. Is it? Does it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't like. I like talking to people. You know, I don't think that's like. I like write less songs because I like talking to people. But I think you'd write more songs because you'd meet some really weird people. Yeah, but I'm like wondering if it's like, oh, people know what I'm I'm about, you know, rather than like I gotta let them know. <laughs> that's true. You I know? think it's important that you sell yourself. Mm. As a like a personality, if you're a cool person, which you are. But Thanks, dude. I'm flattered. Who are you? How do I know you? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Um, I'm just a, I'm just a kid. <laughs> Life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid living in this world, eating yeah, some trail mix. No, I um, cause I yeah, I know Rosie, I know Katie, Gavin, and like I, we know we know mutual peeps. We're from a s- similar part of the world, but. Everyone like at US, semi, everyone in the pop music program knows each other. Yeah, man. Whatever. We've all written songs about each other. <laughs> That's a weird one, man. That's definitely a weird one. Um, oh, well, I'll just give you the, the brief thing. I um, graduated from USC in 2014. Mm. I was a second year pop music major, singer songwriter. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's <Sick>. me <laughs> i feel like i've been alive for like five minutes but right but yeah i'm just a songwriter producer where are you from pasadena heck yeah sick man yeah i'm just trying to make my way in the world right <laughs> i feel you man well thanks for uh like responding to all my facebook messages dude of course yeah, of man. course i don't have notifications saying when i get a facebook message because mm. i'm like i don't want to know yeah. If people are trying to get in contact with me, but <laughs> it's been more positive than negative. Right. Dude, Facebook, I struggle with Facebook every single day and it's like really such a bummer, you know, it's like such an embarrassing problem to have, but I really feel like it's a, uh, I don't know. It's like a pretty negative, it can be like a definitely a negative force in my life. You yeah. Know? It's terrible right now. It's pretty bad. I feel like it's been bad for such a long time and it's like an abusive relationship that I mm-hmm. just keep going back to. I'm like, I have the same like outcome, you know, or I know. Filled with anxiety. You yeah, know? no, it's rough. It's super rough. Yeah, I, I, I try not to go on it too much, but... That's weird, man. I tried putting my phone on... Uh, you can put your phone in black and white, you know? Which is like, it's, it's like a weird hidden feature of it. Well, So I like try to do that to like make myself go on my phone less because it's like fun <laughs> with less bright colors on it. 
<laughs> but then I just get like really bummed out. I'm like, if I'm on Instagram, I want Instagram to be cool. <laughs> I've never heard of that. It's a, it's a it's a wacky little thing that I've been trying recently, but I don't know, man. Who are you, Mackin? Who am I? Oh yeah. boy. Um, I don't know, dude. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> guy, you know, trying to write songs, meet other people. <laughs> are you an introvert or an extrovert this is okay i all right man hey you hit the nail on the head right there so like i live alone right now because i was like oh i'm an introvert you know and i was around too many people last year Mm -hmm. i had i had no place to cry tbh (laughs) except my car and i would just go to my car that's bleak not even know that that was that i needed to cry and then i would just like start crying like oh fuck like i haven't been alone that's really yeah that's really interesting yeah, man. And so, like, I really, like, I don't know. I think you can start, like, kind of mythologizing yourself into, like, become, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way. You know, mm-hmm. where you, like, start telling yourself, like, oh, I'm this way all the time. Like, I'm a narcissist. I'm a narcissist. All of a sudden, you're now a narcissist because <laughs> you're talking about how much you're a narcissist, you know? That's true. That's definitely true. And so, and then I was talking about introversion with... Uh, reese finley and he was like you're not an introvert <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> i was like offended he was like no right. like you like you like people and you like talking to people and like i can definitely be the guy that's like hey how's it going and like just right. come up and be like what's what's going on yeah but um but i definitely like i don't know i've heard that it, i heard it described as like where you get your energy like from other people or from right yourself but then this year living alone it's definitely like definitely more my jam i would say i lean mm-hmm. towards the introversion thing but like like today, like I haven't seen anybody today. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's weird. Like my anxiety, I feel like it's been higher, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that whole spectrum? Um, I'm definitely an introvert. Um, but it's, it's just an interesting, with every person who is a musician or a performer, it's just a really interesting contradiction of, Yeah. Uh, especially for people who are introverts, but also musicians, is because there's, at least for me, there's like, I watched this movie called Asperger's R Us about, mm. have you heard of that? No. It's a documentary about this comedy troupe that's made up of all four guys who are, have Asperger's. Yeah. And that's so fun. They were so funny. And it was a really cool documentary. But the the one of the main guys totally hit it on, hit the nail on the head for me when he was like, it's just an interesting contradiction of people who are so scared of other people yeah. and, and made so nervous by other people and really don't like other people, but then also <laughs> putting themselves out there yeah. and constantly needing love and attention. Yeah. And that's where I am. Yeah. We're like, I really, <laughs> I don't like strangers. I barely like the people I know. I don't need to talk to anyone. I hate the small talk. I hate the socializing. Yeah. Um, I don't care what anyone thinks. I really do not. I think everyone is so stupid and boring. <laughs> but then I make music and like I when it comes to music, I'm a totally different person. Right. I am charming and I'm funny and I'm cool <laughs> and yeah. I'm so willing to talk to other people and get out of my my comfort area or whatever it's called and uh and I need like the uh the the praise which is a contradiction it's weird man it's weird like 
like if I like if I have my diary or something and like someone picks it up and they're like, oh, it's this. I'm like, no, like don't. <laughs> and but then like at the end of the day, like that's gonna <laughs> that's be, what you're doing. That's gonna be a product that I will beg strangers to give me money for, <laughs> like in the near Dude, future. You that know? is weird. That's funny. Like, once it has a little processing on it, right. I'm like, take this, please. <laughs> yeah. Listen, love me. You know. Not Which sure is really wacky. <laughs> that is um, wacky. Yeah. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was just, I think like. I was listening to some stand-up comedians. I try not to say on a podcast because I feel like every other word out of my mouth is <laughs> a podcast. Um, they were talking about how like, like you get it in small doses, you know, and like like you can get it from being on stage or from right. writing or whatever. And then the rest of the day, it's like I'm just you know doing my own thing. Right. Um, no, that's definitely true. Yeah. Or like I don't know. Did you have to read that "Steal Like an Artist" book for? Uh, Book is a liberal term, Mackin. That's a. Do we cuss on here? Yes. We, ha- we have to, or else they kick us off the internet. They. That's a fucking coffee table book where every other page is a scribble. And when it does have words, it's like size 48 font. I hate those books, did but you, I did read it. Did you read the pamphlet? Still like an artist? What? Oh, yeah, the pamphlet. Yeah. Pamphlet. Yeah, that's, yeah. Exa- that's exactly what it is. Um, I did read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's an interesting part in it where he's like, like, be boring in your life so you can be wild in your art, you know? Which I'm like, kind of all about, you know? Like, I haven't got that's a, a boring routine and like, just kind of being like, you know, like, go to bed at like a pretty reasonable hour and like, <laughs> you know, do all these things. So then when it comes time to like make stuff, it's like, that's where I'm kind of getting my rush from. Right. And like, another thing about like, if I satisfy that, it not to be like, Oh, so I don't take any chances or do anything interesting, right. but just like kind of a homebody yeah. so that when it comes time to be wild and crazy on stage or in a song or something, it's like you have that desire. You but know? do you feel like, I mean, where do you, how do you release your energy? Is it performing anyways? Like, is that your outlet? I think so. I think if I'm not doing shows, I'm like doing fucking bits, <laughs> trying to get people to laugh <laughs> all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cause I, that's how I'm pretty boring too. I'm I'm a total I'm a total square, mm. which is then that's why I do music. Is that's like the only time I have fun. Yeah, or the only time I'm happy or whatever. So tell, tell me about the. Uh, I'm curious about the Aspergers thing. Like, when did you start um, thinking that you were like, oh, this is a thing that um, feels like it represents me? And then like, what was on this quiz that you took? <laughs> I don't really remember what was on it, but. It was like a, it was like a, either right out of college or like a year after college. It was probably like a year after college um, when I took the online quiz. Um, but, and I don't know why I did it, but, mm. um, but my mom has said that like when I was younger, I would, I would be really bad with transitions, mm. which is like kind of a, kind of an autistic thing. And again, I have not been diagnosed. I do not claim to be part of the Aspie community. <laughs> Some things have just seemed really close to home. Have there have there pe- have there been people that are ever like you're not one of us? Not you're not one of us, but people who have said like, oh no, you totally don't have it. You totally don't. Mm. Um, but yeah, my mom used to say that I was always really bad with transitions. Um, like coming home from school, it was really hard for me to like as a young kid like transition out of school mode and then into home mode, and I would always freak out and. Um, I would always need to know what the plan was. I would like ask my yeah. mom, like, what are we doing? Where are we going? Like, when are we doing this? Um, <laughs> because I needed to know what was happening because I don't like surprises right. at all. I don't like, 
like for example like now and i'm still working on it if my girlfriend said or if i say i want to go to this place for dinner and my girlfriend's like yeah totally sounds great and then i get home and she's like you know i kind of want to go this other place let's go there i will freak out yeah because i've been planning this thing in my head i was looking forward to it (laughs) right i am pretty easy going i think but there are some things that just like don't really work all the time yeah um i don't make a lot of eye contact i yeah another thing with asperger's is that they take everything really literally like they Mm. um like low functioning i hate that phrase but people who are severely autistic don't understand idioms Mm -hmm. because they don't make any sense literally like why wouldn't you say it the way that it is right um (laughs) And I have a little bit of that where obviously I understand idioms as like a songwriter, an avid reader. But like if my girlfriend's telling a story and she's like, oh, yeah, it'll take it's like five minutes away. I'll be like, no, it's not. It's like 10 (laughs) minutes away. And she gets she gets really mad. And I do stuff like that all the time. Yeah. Um, And I hate when people are not articulate in what they say because I was like, what do you why are you lying? What are you saying? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So like I work at I work at. I work part-time at a movie theater. You didn't have like a thousand chips. You had like 40 chips. (laughs) (laughs) I work part-time at a movie theater and I'll be in the box office and someone will come up and be like, "Uh, one senior and one child, you know, about their senior partner for this movie. And I'll just, I just, I'll just stare at them. I don't laugh. It's not a joke. Like I know they're not a child. Yeah. You're like, that's just wrong. (laughs) Exactly. It's just wrong. It's not a joke. It's not funny. Right. Just tell me what you are. I'll give you your ticket. Mm. Get out of here. Yeah. What makes you laugh then? Like, what what is what is your particular comedy angle? Um, um, if it's not like wrong, <laughs> wrong. Um, like just stuff. Like I like, I like. I don't know. My I have such bad taste in TV and movies because mm. all I care about is music. So like, I just the general <laughs> stuff like Thirty Rock and Parks and Rec is funny okay, and okay. like I thought Amy Schumer was funny until she's you know messed up a few too many times um yeah i just like normal okay. stuff normal yeah. stuff just okay. like cool i just that, don't that, that but that little idiosyncrasy doesn't like keep you from all no humor no no <laughs> <laughs> no definitely not um it definitely doesn't keep me from all humor but it's like i won't i won't laugh if if you say something like that right which is just it's not a joke it's not a joke right it's not a joke <laughs> you have a higher standard i have a higher standard exactly heck yeah yeah um i guess i'm because yeah because i don't i don't know too much about um asperger's or or the autism um but isn't harmontown at all you heard of dan Harmon? Mm-hmm, yeah we've been watching community i think community's funny oh he's yeah. fucking great man um anyways he's self self-diagnosed yeah. asperger's yeah. guy um and i don't know i just think it's interesting the idea of like neural diversity you know totally and that we're i don't know I, I don't know that I think maybe a lot more people are somewhat on the spectrum than they, people think they are. Yeah. Um, I mean, it explains a lot of things. Like yeah. I don't, like I said, I can come off sort of callous or um, what's the word I use blunt um, without meaning to be. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and so I don't mean to do that. Um <laughs> I usually don't care a lot about other people. That's right. kind of the downside is I'm pretty I'm pretty self-involved mm-hmm. um, and a little selfish, which isn't to say that I'm not like an awesome girlfriend or an awesome friend, um, but I pretty much find everything boring if it doesn't relate to me. <laughs> like just so boring. Yeah. Um, 
and I don't care about other people and I'm really quick to, I deal with absolutes pretty much right. all the time. Okay. Um, which I know aren't true, but at the same time, yeah, they like, totally are. Um, I think, man, but it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing because I feel like with, with empaths, which you clearly are, you know, if you're a songwriter person, right. Um, I don't know, like the, like the not making eye contact, like is a thing that resonates with me a lot, you know? Cause if it's like, if I'm like taking in too much, you know, from the world, it's like, it's I, scary. Can't, I can't take in anymore. I don't want <laughs> to, you know? that's another thing for people who, who really have Asperger's Yeah, is, um, they're really sensitive yeah. to sensory stuff. Mm. So like in this movie, Asperger's RS, and I totally feel this too, not so much in a physical way, but like they ride the train a lot. Mm-hmm. And one of them got super upset because it's rush hour, a lot of noises, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of physical sensory stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, they're just so sensitive. Right. And they take in too much. Um, and it's just exhausting. That's the other thing. It's, it's exhausting. Like, Yeah. I, I hope no one from my work listens to this. <laughs> I went. I'll, I'll be nice. I went to the Super Bowl party. Yeah. Uh, last week or whatever, and it was just like six, seven hours of socializing with people I didn't really know, and mm-hmm. I just felt exhausted. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> get me out of here. So that was tough. Yeah, man. That's like the main thing that's kind of been on my mind in the last couple of weeks is just sort of, I don't know, energy and like. I don't know, because obviously, like, having a dope conversation with somebody is something that's, like, nourishing or, like, hanging out with your good friends or, like, I don't know. There are things that I do when I, like, am tired (laughs) that don't really give me energy, like, watching a lot of television. Right. Um, But there are things that, like, take a little investment up front, but, like, have a big return, like, going on a run or, like, reading a book or something, you know? Um, but I've just been like fucking so wiped out recently, you know? Yeah. And it's just been like, I've just been having too many conversations, you know? And and like talking about like emotional stuff, like with every single person that I see all fucking day long. Yeah. And it's like, I get, you know, and it's like, I'm so, it's like a weird thing to complain about because I'm so like happy, especially like for so much of my life, like either being alone or, or feeling like I was alone, like having people that care about me and that are like, hey, how are you? You know, and are right. kind of willing to enter that space with me and I like don't want to be, like that's so precious to me, you know, and I don't want it to go away. So like I feel bad being like, I don't really feel like talking right now <laughs> or right. something, you know? Yeah. But then just kind of like bearing, continuing to bury myself in this where I just, I'm, you know, like overdrawn on like my emotional shit yeah know? it's been a tough year <laughs> it's been a tough year already it's felt like one long night yeah um yeah exactly especially when there are like enough things kind of without you asking that are just like consuming like either from your life or what's going on in in the world um i don't know and so like i'm trying to find the balance of like how much can i do how much can i like try to connect or like hang out with people before i'm like fucking i crash and burn and i've been like i've been fucking off my game for like two weeks you know yeah <laughs> just um, feeling like shit and like sleeping in and stuff and like just eating <laughs> so much food and like, like you know just scraping by yeah i know boundaries are huge figuring out that's yeah. like one of the biggest lessons i've learned my friend caitlin you know her of huxley caitlin Nodi. i know of her I'm yeah of her, her yeah she's her super stuff. cool um 
she said that like in her eyes growing up was just finding her boundaries and i was like whoa because i'm kind of in a place where i'm definitely a workaholic well mm-hmm. um i mean i say i'm a workaholic but honestly it's the only thing that interests me <laughs> so uh i don't think it's like unhealthy right or it's, it's not to an unhealthy degree but if someone tells me like either the movie theater or the studio I work at or any of the other people that I, I work with, if they're like, I need something, can you do it like tonight after you get done with work at 11? Yeah. I'm usually like, yeah, totally. And then I'm <laughs> exhausted yeah. and I feel terrible and I feel like my eyes are coming out of my skull and then I've got to wake up early the next morning. And then I mm. recently realized like, I don't have to do that. Like I can, I can yeah. say no sometimes. Yeah. Like it's okay. It's like, hard. It's hard. It's really it's so hard. It's hard. And I say yes more times than I say no, but like, I don't have to do that crazy stuff all the time. Yeah. I feel you, man. I feel the same way. Like, I feel like I'm, like, I don't want to let people down, you know? Right. But then at the end of the day, like, who, who is really expecting all of these things from me other than myself, you know? Right. And what is my obsession with, like, not making people angry? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is I'm, like, deathly afraid of conflict. Mm. Like. Yeah to an extreme degree <laughs> i just i hate it i hate it so much yeah i hate it oh my no, god i hate it i feel you i've definitely run in this situation so Ooh. many times where i'm like so concerned to make the other person all right that i've just like completely ignored that like wait no i am extremely mad at you <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like so afraid of conflict that i'll just be like no no, no it's fine and then they'll walk in the room and be like wait fuck <laughs> i got a lot of shit to deal with you know yeah dude i hate it i hate i hate that oh my god just thinking about it yeah. Like, I had to, uh, mm, I'm making the decision whether or not I should talk shit right now. <laughs> but there have only been a few times in my life when I've had to send, like, a professional breakup email. You know, right. of like, I'm, I'm sorry, I just can't keep, I think you'd be better off working with someone else. I'd be better off not working with you. Like, right. only a few times. And each time it has been so sickeningly hard. <laughs> and I end up, I always just... I'm so Asperger's about it because I always just end up, it's like three lines. Right. I just say, I just say, I say the truth. I yeah. try not to leave any loopholes. I try not to say anything I don't mean of like, yeah. if you need anything, like let me know, you know, or if yeah. you need me to do that, I try not to leave any room for error. And so it's three emails and done. And when I, if, no, when I get super successful and rich and my whole life is awesome, I don't necessarily need a person to like go get me lunch or do anything crazy but Mm. i do need someone to respond to my emails yeah (laughs) to to send to send harsh emails and then respond to them because i it drives me crazy i hate it i Mm. hate it oh my god i hate it so much (laughs) yeah it's definitely wild man see like i i oh man that's cool that you're that you pay a lot of attention uh to like not leave any loopholes and and say what you mean because i feel like i'm so often just like oh like i'm here like let me know <laughs> you know and just like when i'm like i don't mean that <laughs> like i don't want to see this person you know yeah i almost never say any <laughs> i almost never say anything i don't mean yeah you know who's really good at that mm. rosie yeah rosie's she's so sweet i talk so much shit and she's so sweet and she'll always she'll always like participate in the conversation with me but she always says something true like mm. she just says something true that's like not mean Right. or nice at the same time she just fucking says something true mm. that's like how do you get away with that right <laughs> how are you so nice all the time yeah yeah man. no she's she knows her way around a word or two that's for, <laughs> that's for sure that's true man i think like 
Yeah, I think boundaries are like something that I've been thinking a lot about because like uh, there's so much of a rush that I get from like tearing the boundaries away <laughs> and I'm just like, blah, <laughs> like, hello, first date person. I'm talking about like, uh, you know, all my dark childhood shit, <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm Mackin. <laughs> I got I to gotta talk to you now. Let's do it. Um, Your lyrics are, are super honest. Thanks, man. I feel like. I mean, do you feel like you're being genuine all the time? Like in your life, like when you're on a first date, mm-hmm. you don't try and be anyone else, right? Trying not to be. Okay, I'll, I'll catch myself every now and then, but it, I mean, at least that's the goal, you know? I feel like that's super cool. I Thanks, feel, man. I feel like that's not something to... I mean, ob- here's the thing. Most people, <laughs> most people like shouldn't be themselves, you know? <laughs> like... But I get that it's not always true. That's not a great piece of advice all the time. But oh man, that got me. But even if even if you suck, even if you're like the biggest loser on the planet, mm. if you're being yourself, you win. You know? Right, yeah. I and mean, you can just find someone to love you for the huge loser that you are. Yeah. So I feel like you're totally fine. Mm. Well, thanks for saying that, man. I I don't know. I just feel like. Um, well, yeah, like I'd definitely rather be too open than too closed as a person. But um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, like finding a way to be genuine that doesn't require me to like open all the floodgates of my heart all the time, you know, so I can Is like, it because you are too sensitive because you get hurt all the time and people are like, well, you're too intense? I think so. Or maybe, I don't know. It's just like just exhausting you know <laughs> like i just get exhausted um either of myself or like just you're just diving into like my you know like i go to therapy and i'm like t- having a like, long conversation especially like in the last couple of weeks i've been having like so many fucking heart to hearts it seems like it's such a silly thing to do you want to have another heart to heart be honest because <laughs> i could i could steer away from it really fast no man like Dude, wherever the conversation goes, I'm I'm into it, and I'm feeling good right now. Um, but it, it's it's just it's definitely weird because those are the things that nourish me so much, you know. And like, I don't know, but trying to like understand that, like, okay, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's okay to put a boundary up, you know. It doesn't mean I'm like full of shit <laughs> or right. like a phony or something. Yeah. If I'm like not trying to get into it, um, are you insecure? Definitely. Super. A bunch. About what? What a question. <laughs> Are you insecure? <laughs> Are you insecure? Are you not insecure? Not really. Whoa! <laughs> I just feel like... That's wild. That's I just awesome. feel like I've been living... I mean, like, I'm insecure about some things, obviously. Yeah. I always call myself ugly, which is not nice to myself, but also, like, I don't care. Because um, I know I don't look like Kristen Stewart. So, like whatever (laughs) um so like there are obviously like little insecurities but they rarely ever bother me and i rarely ever think about them because Mm. all i care about is music and that's all i think about um that's badass as fuck is this the way you've always been Mm, no i think i think this that particular part of me well i don't know i just feel like i've i feel like this is like a really tight ship Mm. and like I spent a lot of time when I was she younger. She was pointing to herself, by was, the way, for the podcast. Yeah, I was pointing to myself. Not a <laughs> ship that's sitting next to us. <laughs> um, I just feel like I spent a lot of my childhood 
observing other people and like observing mm. so you watch community yes yeah so like abed yeah you know you know when abed is okay first of all there were a few episodes that are like really bad was that when dan was that when he left okay yeah he left for season four all of season four all of season four is not that's dan interesting Harmon. yeah i thought the first few episodes that were so bad and then it got better but <laughs> but you know the episode when abed is in the dreamatorium Yes. Um, with, I didn't watch season four, so I may not know this episode. It's I don't like, think it was that. He was with Annie, and yeah. he's like, I can accurately predict every single situation. Yeah. That's how I feel. That's how I feel is because I just spend all my life observing and intaking data and like hard evidence mm. in order to figure out like what people like. Like right. when I make this kind of joke, do people laugh? Like what kind of person laughs? Mm. When I, you know, <laughs> when I act brooding and hurt, do people like it or not? Yeah. Um, so I think I spent most of my life doing that to the point where I had like a 99% success rate, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously, I don't know, it just worked. And I have some really great people in my life, like my parents and my family and my girlfriend, Maddie, and my friends that I like, and they really like me. So it's like, I have this internal confidence from whatever. And then I have all this external confidence of people saying, you're so good. You're so awesome. Yeah. And then I just take that, you know as fact but um <laughs> but no i don't really yeah i mean obviously and then my period will come every month and i'll be like i am <laughs> the worst <laughs> or you know then you'll see some you'll see something that like doesn't line up with your view right. of reality and then mm. you have to rethink everything and be like am i as good as i thought um and that can be really helpful yeah or it can be really detrimental but no i am not that insecure about stuff that's fascinating yeah I think I was talking to Katie Gavin um, and she said something where she was like, I feel like everything I do, I'm trying to prove that I'm great. And I'm like looking for evidence that I'm great. And it's like heartbreaking to realize that like at the end of the day, I'm probably just like pretty good. <laughs> that's a very shitty way to feel, but I do not feel that way. Oh man. But that's, <laughs> I just feel like I can't even look into that abyss. Right. I feel like I just have to, I just have to constantly observe and like i said measure everything i i take in mm. like and just accurately assess everything like is this great is what i'm doing great right. how can it be better am i really doing everything like to the best of my abilities mm. and i think that most of the time it is pretty great because i feel like i work so hard on it and obvi obviously i know that someone can pick it apart and find something yeah. wrong with it but i don't really care about those people yeah so dude that's badass as fuck like i feel like i'm so i'm definitely like so insecure but i feel time. like that but that's the difference though it's like <laughs> i mean you want to be an artist like a performer right mm -hmm. so that's like a cool thing that that i think that's what separates i definitely do not want to be a performer an artist mm. songwriting producing is the only thing i like i'm playing guitar that's the only thing I like, but I Heck feel like yeah. that's what artists like kind of have to be insecure. It's like a totally different breed. Right. I yeah. mean, the artist is the one that comes into the studio and is like, usually like asking for help. <laughs> so I don't know. It's totally, it's totally different. I think like it's yeah. probably best if the producer is super confident and not insecure <laughs> and then leave that to, to the artist. Cause that's the whole thing. You're, <laughs> you're like putting yourself out there yeah it's my job to be insecure that's why i'm insecure because <laughs> that's what pays the bills <laughs> but i mean you're you're sacrificing not sacrificing but you're putting yourself out there in a way that people in the studio never do mm, 
I guess I've never thought about this like real distinction. Well, think harder, Mac. <laughs> R- raise the bar. Um, but you really are like I'm never going to. I'm never going to have to sell myself as a personality. Mm. And you are, and mm. you should, because that's what people like. Mm. But I mean, it's way more. It's way scarier to be in your position. <laughs> Yeah, but I like I'm like begging to be in this position like so hard, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's like totally. I don't think it's bad to be insecure or unnatural at all. Right. I guess it's just yeah, trying to pay attention to it, and um, I don't know because I I have like a lot of concrete evidence where like literally my friend Massimo texted me the other day in all caps, "You're a good person." <laughs> Because I put some really like emotional Instagram <laughs> up, and I'm like I'm falling apart, um, and like yeah, it's like you know no one's no one's mad at me in my life right now, and I'm like almost like looking for people to be mad at me. You know, is it because you're mad at you? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I'm not following you on Instagram, so I'm doing that right now. Bam! Yeah. Oh, requested. Got Bam. it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I um, I've been like going on a lot of dates recently. I'm That's like, crazy. Dating is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I've been dating my girlfriend for like three and a half years. Yeah. And um, our friend is single for the first time in a while. Right. And she's been going out and like putting herself out there. <sighs> Not even like dating necessarily. Mm. Just like going places. Right. And already the, in like three months, the craziest things have happened to her is crazy. <laughs> so I'm sorry. No, yeah, it's it's consuming and like, it's I, I, like if I you know I don't like shouldn't be doing it because I don't have the energy, but I'm just like, fuck it, you know, which is just kind of like my attitude whenever, like regardless of what I've got, I'm like, here's an opportunity. How do you meet people? <laughs> I don't know. Is it like girls who go to school here? Yeah, a couple of them. One person, I went up to a stranger the other day for the first time and was just like, hey, like you're really pretty, like have a good day. And I like walked away and she was like, wait, who are you? That's then, cool. Like, That's cool. Yeah. And then we hung out and it was like a good time. Well, it was a, it was a very interesting time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go into that story. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. A lot of it like stems from, I don't know why I was mentioning dating. Cause I'm like very curious to hear about like your thoughts on relationships and things. But, um, yeah, just like I'm, I'm expecting like, people like if i don't like follow up with somebody or something like i'm like or even like everyone i've been in a relationship with like i'm expecting people to think that i'm a bad person and there have like obviously been some people that like i've like broken up with and been like you're the worst (laughs) you know but i guess lately it's been a lot of like hey you're great like that's a bummer see ya yeah (laughs) and i'm like fuck like i like part of me like wants to be i don't know like why i'm so obsessed with like looking for reasons why i'm a piece of shit or something yeah you know that's really interesting. <laughs> I it the way I said it it sounded like I didn't think it was interesting, but I I do find that interesting. I mean, what happened in your childhood, Mackin? <laughs> like I, did, I don't even know, man. Like like nothing crazy, <laughs> like it's like cuz I do like a lot of like talking. Do you maybe therapy. feel guilty for being too cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Like maybe, like maybe you're just maybe you're just a little guilty that everything's going so well. Well, hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> here's here's that heart to heart I offered to avoid. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like. 
I, I don't know. I do a lot. I do a lot of like cognitive therapy or whatever. You know. What does that like, mean? I was just talking to a therapist. You oh, go okay. in and talk. I don't even know if that's cognitive therapy. I just like <laughs> wanted to sound fancy. <laughs> cool. Like, cool. Yeah. I do this, but I give you money after right. <laughs> with someone else. <laughs> um, and like I'm, I keep waiting for that like flashback moment. Like, right. The repressed. Movie. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, what? And a flashback's like a kid on the playground. Like push me down. It's like, you're but- a piece of shit. No one's ever going to like it. And I'm like, oh, that's the source of yeah. like my whole personality. That's a little... That's a little <laughs> convenient. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I haven't found that like convenient moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really know, man. I mean, like, I had a like on paper, like everything was fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely like super lonely. Um, and I think I maybe like demonized people that were popular. Are you <laughs> an only child? No, I had two older sisters. Oh. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't know what, what, what leads to that. Um, you know, like, I don't have, like, memories of, like, my dad being like, you're never going to be good enough, son. <laughs> I just don't, I don't know any, I don't think I know anyone who feels that way. Mm. Who's, like, always looking for reasons to. That's interesting. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry, Mackin. No, it's, it's all good, man. I mean, like, like, I'm, it's definitely, like, better than it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know, I mean, we're like, we're all working on shit, you know? Like, yeah. It's just something I'm, I'm currently kind of has been like consuming a lot of my thought energy. So has there been a moment though where you're like, man, that's crazy that I ever thought I was a bad person. Like, oh yeah. All look, the time. Look what I just did. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, it's a, it's a back and forth. Yeah. Know? Um, but what about you? What about, um, <laughs> turn it around. Turn it around. Try it, man. I don't know. I've been having this conversation too much. I'm trying to, trying to figure out my fucking self and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, it might never happen. I'm curious, um, like, when did you know that you were gay? What was, that, um, what was that like? I don't know. That was just like, let me think about the right way to put this. Mmm... I think I downplay Mm. it a lot because I find it just so boring. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. I just, I don't know. It was like, whatever. Um, Did you ever date guys? No, no. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't even give you an answer. Basically, um, I never dated anyone. I was just, Mm. I just uh, was super... I was like, I'm like so square. I'm so square. Right. Like when people, like I wouldn't even know how to get drugs. Like I don't, I like I I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't. I don't do drugs. Like I yeah. people I meet, you know, wherever in the world, they have the craziest stories of their lives, and I I don't have any of those. Like I don't. I'm so square. Um, <laughs> So I, I was just like, I was that way my whole life in high school and whatever. And I was just like, I def, I think I demonized popular people too, but they're also so dumb. Um, I don't know. I just always assumed like, I guess maybe that was my insecurity. I always assumed that I was going to die alone. No one would ever love me. Um, I was just, I was so sure of it because I didn't put myself out there. Right. I think the idea of intimacy really scared me and i think as someone yeah. who like almost has asperger's like 
I don't really like to touch people. I don't like to be hugged. I'm not that physically. Right. Um, what's the word? You, my, like, I'm just not very physical in anything I do. So, um, did you have like intimate friendships growing up? Like, did you have close homies? Yeah. Like I, I had best friends for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but even then it's like, I would definitely, I just felt like uncomfortable physically. Like if I'm not wearing, if I don't feel 100% comfortable in my clothes, like I freak out. So I'm like very particular about the stuff I wear. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just assumed I would just die alone. And then, uh, and that I would just, that would be it. Like, it just seemed like so much trouble to, to come out or to like deal with any of that, especially, (laughs) especially just like, I went to a college prep school in Pasadena and it was like a small class and everyone was super cool. And there, there are gay people in, from my high school and there were gay people then, but it was just, it was just always seemed like way too exhausting. Like I, (laughs) I just didn't like people enough. I never met anyone where I was like, you're worth changing my entire life for. Right. And it's like, it's ridiculous that I would, but, um, but yeah. And then college happened and I met Maddie and we were classmates. We were in the same pop music class. And then, um, it just happened. It was really natural. I don't know. Yeah. It just it was like, whatever. I don't Thank even, you. I don't even think about it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, pro- that's the most boring thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your, what's your relationship like now? Like how does it kind of function on a day to day? Oh, it's awesome. Together? Yeah. We live together. Um, I think, just girls are just so awesome. Girls yeah. are so easy. I really understand girls a lot more than I understand guys. Um, I'm a big fan. I grew up, I have two older sisters and I just definitely feel more comfortable around women. Yeah. Like my best guy friends are both gay and I think that's a big, that's super important. Um, so I just, I just understand girls a lot more. I feel more comfortable with them. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's so easy, especially with Maddie. It's just like, I think it was really easy to, I mean, they're all like those lesbian jokes about like moving in together too soon, but I think that it's just, it's not a stereotype. I didn't even know. Yeah. Like what does a lesbian bring to the second date? A U-Haul? Like, oh. ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> but it's just so much easier to like move in with another girl. Like it's not, mm. a, it's not a big life change. It's like, mm-hmm. we're, we're not disgusting. We're not, <laughs> you know, leaving stuff everywhere. We're really considerate. So we've been living together for a while. Um, yeah, it's just, it's awesome. It's really great. It's yeah. going really well whoa <laughs> yeah it's super boring no that's just like that's fascinating to me um because you're out there in the in the world in the world in the weeds yeah that's what that's what i pictured <laughs> no i've just i've just had so many like i don't know just like tumultuous relationships um but that i put myself in you know i'm not trying to be like oh <laughs> right yeah yeah um, yeah i don't know i mean maddie's the first person i've dated and I just think it just it just worked out really, really well for me. I don't think there are many people that could date me. Mm. Um, I don't think there are many people I could date either. So it's nice if you know yeah. if we end up getting married, that'll be awesome. And if we don't, then I'll then I'll die alone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. Oh heck yeah! What's Maddie like? She um she was a theta for two years, but um then she realized that that was terrible, so she quit. Um, I don't know why that's always the first thing I tell people. I just, I just think it's so funny. I'm like kind of proud of it, but I also just think it's so weird. Um, she's really, really sweet, really, really nice. Um, talks a lot, really outgoing, um, really emotional, highly emotional. And Mm. I am not. 
so she like being on facebook with all this this election stuff and all the political stuff is just Mm. driving her crazy she's always upset all the time um she loves babies she loves dogs that's all she's like buddy from elf that's pretty Mm. much it she'll be like i had the best day today like i saw a dog a baby waved at me like i had the best day um yeah and she's a musician she went pop pop music program so oh heck yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah my little my little domestic life yeah wow that's really interesting man i have another scoop of peanut butter sorry if this is Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm trying very hard to figure it out, um, relationships-wise. Right. Like, I'm just constantly sort of, like, obsessed with, like, whether or not I'm in a relationship, and if I am in one, or if I'm, like, I don't know. If I'm in one, I'm like, is this the thing? (laughs) And then I'm like, if I'm not in one, I'm like, where's the thing? (laughs) You know? Um, And I kind of, like, I don't know, it's part of me that's just, like, it's just, you know, it's going to be a natural thing, as opposed to Right. I don't know, but then I'm afraid that I'm like getting in my own way and I'm sort of like not letting things happen that would happen if I didn't like uproot them or something. Yeah, I just I I just 100% cannot relate. <laughs> I just have no idea cuz That's just I yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> no, that's very refreshing. Um it's interesting perspective on uh, I, I feel like I just know too many peeps that are all in this kind of same deal you know yeah no i mean i just i've like every time <laughs> every every time i i make a new friend yeah. you know like a real friend and then we text and we talk and we're all good and then i meet a new person that i would like to be friends with it's just a mystery to me every single time how it happens <laughs> like it like those sort of social things are really hard for me to to navigate i just i have no idea how they work it feels like it feels like chance every single time mm. so i wouldn't if like i said if maddie and i broke up i would have no idea where to start right. i probably wouldn't i would just live my life and just hope that something happened to me which is exactly what happened with maddie she would have to like make the move right so i don't know Ooh. sorry Mackin. no it's all good man it's all good are you are you the alpha or do you like when other people make make the first move? I see that's a whole nother thing where it's like introvert, extrovert, like alpha, whatever. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I don't know, a little bit of both maybe. I don't know. Cause like I this is a weird thing and I might totally offend you, and if I do, please let me know. <laughs> but um like I just I don't know, I feel very feminine as a dude, you know? And I feel like I'm like more attracted to like girls that are also kind of maybe towards the middle of that right. <laughs> gender right. spectrum, you know? Yeah. Um no, that's interesting. So there's like more I don't know, playing both roles, I guess. Yeah. Traditionally. Yeah. No, that's that was something that my friends and I were talking about the other days all that crazy stuff because like i said my friend um ren is newly single so she's been like going out to things and Mm -hmm. not like i said not even necessarily dating like going on dates right but guys just say and do crazy things (laughs) to her and she was she was like i don't i don't even like i feel like i have a sign on my back saying fuck with me um yeah i can't imagine trying to date guys like that sounds <laughs> considerably more horrible. <laughs> but you know she was saying like 
she was saying that maybe part of the reason why everyone just assumes everyone just is always like so patronizing and condescending or like or maybe why they just think they have an in is because um she feels like she has some traits that are a little more masculine Mm. or like she um is kind of just like not as feminine as people expect her to be and so then when guys see that they're like oh she's acting different around me you know like Mm. maybe she likes me maybe she wants to date me and she's like no that's not it at all (laughs) but like that whole concept of i don't know all those all those um gender stereotypes are really really strange and really confusing yeah yeah i yeah i'm still figuring it all out um myself yeah um it sucks it sucks we had like a big conversation about sexism and misogyny and it's all terrible it's all awful it sucks it's hard out there you did you and ren me ren maddie and caitlin yeah we we get up we get together every week to watch the bachelor really Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is something that we all find really interesting i've seen one episode and it definitely was the most like satanic fascinating (laughs) thing that i've ever seen and i started watching it like in this like meta way and then right. all this and then i was very quickly watching it in just the very surface totally. level way and i was totally. like jessica did not say that <laughs> are you watching this season no i only i had i was living with um someone last year whose girlfriend was watching it and so like i saw a couple episodes yeah but yeah what a weird universe that that is very strange <laughs> really super strange like, okay like are they <laughs> like so everything weird. that happens on camera is surrounded by like 30 crew people <laughs> you know so like and it's just such a weird agreement, you know, just like knowing really that weird. this guy is like having all of these forced intimate moments, you know? And I heard that they're like, I was talking about it with my friend Megan, like apparently they're not allowed to eat on camera. So like anytime that they're having a That's meal. That's why they never eat. Oh my they God. They eat before and then they reset the plate. We were wondering why. <laughs> we were wondering why every time they're on a date, the table is so tiny and they're not eating. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's prop shit, you know? And so there's this weird and you're just like, wow. sh- like, you know... I don't know. So like when when he's like grabbing someone's hand or something or like any kind of like intimate moment that happens, you're just like, this is so weird. Like, like they went into that, into the room and like mm-hmm. set up a bunch of cameras and then you're like, let's go in here. You're yeah. like, you know, you're going in there <laughs> or like, so I surprised him at my old eyes or like whatever. It's just like you had to like <laughs> talk to all these people and get all this coordinated and you're living in the house and knowing that all these other like women are like going on these dates and like you're just hanging out and just being like, so anyways, like... <laughs> The it's, giant elephant in the room. I know. Was that your you boyfriend's know? on a date with another girl? I know. Yeah, and it's like how and I don't know, like can they be having all of, like just trying to like force those connections and it's just It's super weird. It's super weird. It's it's the weirdest. It's <laughs> it's really strange. But mm. we've been super into it. Yeah. It's really fun. Definitely fascinating. And we think he's gay. We think the bachelor now is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just seems great. he seems so uncomfortable. <laughs> Have you seen Burning Love? No, what's Burning Love? I'd never heard of it, but a coworker recommended it to me. It's a pitch perfect parody of The Bachelor mm. with Ken Marino. Do you I know him? Yes, no. From Party Down and other things. Um, it's just so funny because they they get like twenty women, so they're all like these twenty awesome female actors. Yeah, like Kristen Bell's on it for a little bit. Mm. God, who else? Malin Ackerman or Ackerman? I don't know how to pronounce her name. Um, Yeah, some other people. It's just, it's the funniest show I've ever seen. Right. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's on on Hulu Plus. Heck yeah. Little sponsor 
sponsorship. I just burned through all of Broad City, and it was like a great. Oh, time. so you have Hulu Plus? Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, you can man. watch it. What was the? Uh, what were you guys talking about with the sexism, misogyny stuff the other day? Um, I don't know how it started. There's a few different strains, like. A guy at the movie theater told me to smile. Mm. Um, and I was like sitting in the box office. So I'm literally like in a greenhouse. Like I'm sitting behind a big wall of glass and the sun is like coming right at us. And I'm frowning because the sun's in my face. And this guy just told me to smile. And I was like, say something funny and I'll smile. <laughs> um, and we are talking about that. And like with Ren she was talking about how like some dude that she literally does not know like they mm. talked once like said goodbye and like kissed her on the cheek and she was like that's incredibly invasive Ooh. and just crazy yeah um yeah i don't remember it's just just all just crazy lame stuff that stupid people do and they don't even then I, mean, I was talking about with Rosie and just having all these conversations with people who want to debate about things. Right. But all these dudes who have no horse in the race, you know, they have like no actual, they have the luxury of not being invested in whatever they're debating. Right. So they have endless amounts of energy to be like, well, you know, but she was wearing, but you are asking for it. <laughs> and it's like, come on. Like it's just taxing. All of it is just exhausting. Yeah, man. I feel you. Um, yeah, it's definitely weird. Like, I don't know. There are certain times where you're like, all right, like, is this chivalrous or misogynist? <laughs> you know, or like, is this romantic and cool or right. like sexist? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, like, like paying for food, you know, is definitely like an interesting one. I think paying for food is totally cool because um, you, the girl earned it by showing up. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think that, well, I think asking yourself that question is a great place to start because I don't think most guys would even ask, but it's like a weird one, you know? And like, I I definitely know, like, I don't know. I've heard about like friends and relationships where like, that becomes like a problem where, or like I've even had like it, I don't know. Like I've like, it's been, I've been in situations where it's like making somebody uncomfortable that mm -hmm. I'm like always trying to pay for things, you know? Right. And it's like, it's a, it's a little belittling or just like, Oh, I got like, don't like, don't, right. you don't have to worry about this. Right. <laughs> you know, or like, I'm going to get your door for you. You can't get a door. Like, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, women have the right to do whatever they want, but right. <laughs> um, but that, that's all yeah that i don't think that that's misogynistic at all i think that mm. i mean that's like one of the good things we get out of being women so <laughs> i don't think that's a problem at all i hold doors open for people so yeah exactly and like i'll hold uh, doors open for anybody yeah exactly <laughs> you know yeah and i pay for other people's meals because i'm rich yeah <laughs> i'm i'm not rich i eat so much trail mix oh man yeah i feel like i had a girlfriend once like I don't know, kind of like chew me out for, I don't know. She was like, oh, like you get off on chivalry, don't you? And I was like, I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> I mean, like. That was a scarring moment. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Hmm. 
Yeah. Like. Here we are again. Me trying to be like, I'm, am I a bad person? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like I had a friend who was accused of that exact same thing. But I don't. That's just kind of a weak argument. Right. It's lame. Sounds like. Was that girl angry all the time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> You're in flashbacks. I am. Yeah. I just feel like I've been, I don't know. Sorry to keep talking about relationships, but I've just been having like, I've just had a lot in the last bunch of years. And it's uh, a lot of relationships. Yeah. Wow. And it's like, I don't know. It's just getting to a weird point where like, yeah, I don't know. Like you, it's just seeing Facebook memory pictures and things. You're like, so young though. <laughs> I know. How old are you? 21. <gasps> oh my god yeah, and it, well, I don't know I, there's just like so many people that I miss you know that I can't mm. necessarily like that I'm not really close to anymore you know yeah that's a weird one and so it's like it's just been making me sad he's <laughs> such a sad guy Mackin. I'm not that sad <laughs> <laughs> he yells yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't think I'm I don't know I think I'm it's weird I haven't figured it out yet whether or not I'm sad. Um, yeah. Well, I'm definitely like I'm on a lot of antidepressants, so that's like definitely an argument for, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but I definitely like, yeah, like I I don't know. I feel like two classic sad boy bands are like Elliot Smith and Neutral Milk Hotel, um, mm-hmm. and those are like your faves. My faves, <laughs> you know. And like I could listen to Wilco all day and then i throw it on and people in the car and they're like i'm not trying to slit my wrist right now like who listen to anything else <laughs> and so i'm like okay i definitely like get get that you know and i'll like that's interesting can't really play my songs for my parents anymore because they're just like are you all right dude I, I hate that i hate that but then i like i don't know i feel like i'm like laughing a lot and i'm just like a pretty whimsical person and, i just like, feel like you're like interesting most people are like, pretty boring you know like this is true those people who just have one emotion all the time are like pretty boring this is very true you got a lot of you got a lot of nooks and crannies Mackin. <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't think of anything else to say <laughs> that's my new favorite way of describing myself you got a lot of, you got a lot to discover yeah man i don't know it's a quest but i'm also like wow i spend so much time like introspectively like where else could that energy be going? Um, can I ask you some questions? Fucking please do, man. Um, how, how, can you explain, this is a really broad question, so just take it however you will. Can you explain your relationship to music? Uh, or making it? Oh, boy. Like what drives you to make music, specifically? Hmm, that's a really interesting question. Um... I don't know. Um, just like all I think about, you know. Do you? Um, is it? Is it a uh, like praise? <laughs> I guess is that what gets you going? Maybe. Um, I don't. No one like wanted me to be a musician really when I was growing up. Though everyone was like, "What about baseball practice? Didn't you like that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, but there's this other thing that's like I'm really into," you know. Um, I don't know. I think part of it is just the like, 
just the catharsis of making music, you know, and it's just definitely just like the most direct way of doing that that I've found. Yeah. Um, that has the most return, you know? Um, so what often causes you to write a song? Is it like, I'm so sad or I'm so anxious or I'm super hyped? Man, I need to put more thought into stuff like this. Yeah, it's kind of just like all, I don't know, it's definitely just like a way to process the universe, you know? Um, and just like poetry is just, I don't know, it's kind of like just makes anything okay, <laughs> you know, and kind of gives you perspective and levity and like, I don't know, gives things meaning. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Um, Are you, um, is there a lot of fear or anxiety mixed up in your music making? Yeah. I feel like that's the main sort of battle is like fear of like it not being great or like not going into certain areas or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, what about you? What makes you want to make music? Um, one, the short answer is that I just, I really, really like it. Yeah. Like, I, like it just makes me. I've been trying to like think of like a good um, analogy, but I can't. It's just, it makes me happy. And that sounds yeah. so impotent, but the way that like, because like I said, I don't drink, I don't party or dance or yeah. do any of those things. I don't talk to a lot of people, but like, it's like a pool party every time. It's yeah. like, it's, it's like so <laughs> much fun. It's just, it just makes me happier than anything. And then also, and then, the uh the other answer is that i know what it feels like to hear my favorite song and i just want to make that for other people yeah so it's not necessarily the praise although that's like an awesome bonus um and there's really no like fear or anxiety in it it's just that's what i do but i'm just curious because since we're gonna be working together yeah. first of all do you edit these a little bit oh i just don't know <laughs> do you want me to <laughs> well i just don't know if, if you want to get this our little producer artist date on your podcast but i think it's helpful to to know where you're coming from yeah because uh different people are driven by different things and i think praise like for sure there's definitely like a part of me that's like love me give me attention but like i think at the end of the day like what would be the coolest thing in the world is if there was like a group of like 17 year old kids that were like obsessed with this record and we're mm -hmm. like have you heard the fucking mackin or like the nova record like oh right. man <laughs> you know and it like really right. got them through like yeah. junior year of high school yeah no i think that's know? that's super important yeah but I, I don't know like um like i have a, like a lot of addiction in my family and things like that and it's a it's a similar like fundamental core empathy thing where you're just like taking in a lot and looking for a way to like somewhere to like place all of that you know so it's really emotional for you super emotional and it's like that's kind of the way that i i don't know like commune with the universe or right. kind of like channel that energy so it doesn't just like crush me all the time right totally <laughs> that's interesting but Is also it? i like the pool party thing too it's like i could just play c to f all day long <laughs> fucking all day and just be like yes yeah. like those are the best <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, I definitely love bangers for sure. <laughs> yeah, I love I love stupid music. I really do. Oh man, who are you? Who are you into? Who do you listen to? Well, that's the other thing. Almost no one. Um, 
<laughs> I listen to a lot of music, but I also find mm. that it's been a real long time since I've heard something that I've really, 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 really liked. Um, and it's unfortunately, it's kind of hard for me to listen to music too, just because I'm so um, ambitious, right, with my own music. That well, first of all, like I skim through songs. I'd be the best A and R guy. I just yeah. I just skim through songs, and I know in a second if I if I want to listen to it or not. Because I think that's just like a lot of practice. Just like, yeah. you know, like when, when you get out of USC and like learning a song is like the easiest thing ever because yeah. you, you've done it so much. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I've just listened to so much music already in my in my short life that most of it's pretty predictable. Right. And But um, I guess standouts. So, oh, so anyway, so what I did last year is I listened to like pretty much almost every new thing that came out. Like I wanted to like stay on top of it yeah. because I realized at the end of 2015 because I'm super objective and I love lists. I made like a best of list. I get so excited at the end of the year when everyone's like best, best, best. I'm like, what, what mm. is it? What is the best? I think I have somewhere saved on my computer, like a list that you made of like oh, really? these 10 records changed my life. And like, I have I've yet to like, I told myself like, oh, I'm going to listen to all these. Nice. Yeah. Sitting somewhere in but a I folder. love lists. Um, yeah. But when I made my list, I was like, this really isn't the best. Cause I, this is only the best of what I heard. Like there's so much out there. Like I'm yeah. so willing to do like the, the virtual crate digging. Um, so then last year I made a point to listen to like every new thing and I was doing just albums and I started by actually listening to every single song. And then when I, when I got to the end, like November or something, I was just skimming through stuff, but mm. big standouts were Pine Grove, mm. which is like everyone's favorite, like whatever, but <laughs> they're so good. They're, they're so, so good. good. And his I'm voice is so good. The Pine Grove train and like, the song aphasia has just been like dominating my world the it's last really good couple of days. it's really good it's so good that's like a i think most and, and i rated all of them too i rate all the yeah. albums and i think most music okay here's my little spiel another thing of like asperger's is you know a lot about one thing yeah and you talk about it a really like a really long time yeah um sometimes without noticing that other people get bored um and i can sometimes kind of notice but once I get started, it's just really hard for me to stop. Um, Dude, please keep going. But Pitchfork, basically what I was doing is I was listening to like all the new stuff that I cared about. So like a band, if they came out with a new album that I liked, I would listen to that. Um, and then I would do everything that Pitchfork reviewed because I was looking for something that was a little left of center anyways. Right. Um, and Pitchfork gives almost everything anywhere from like a 5.4 to like a 7.6 most <laughs> stuff is there unless kendrick lamar yeah. or radiohead or something really yeah. something then they're like it's a nine <laughs> yeah but they rarely give anything that's like a one two or three and they don't give anything like an eight nine or a ten mm. which means that like and music blogs are so stupid because they don't want to say anything <laughs> really bad in case it ends up being like a critically acclaimed masterpiece and they don't want to say anything's really good unless they they're embarrassed that they named something you know yeah. so yeah. So I just thought that was like really dumb and they played it really safe. <laughs> um, and so they think that their average is like a five or a six. Most music is a five or six out of 10. I think that most music is like a two out of 10. <laughs> like you don't get an, a medal for just making it, you know? Right. Like if you're going to make music, I'm going to assume you know how to put chords, melody and lyrics together. Yeah. So most music is a two out of 10. And then the, the really bad stuff is a one like where you mm. have no idea what you're doing <laughs> and then up from there you know then like three and four are like 
oh that was kind of good and i subjectively like the genre mm. and maybe i'd put it on a massive playlist and listen to it like once five and six is like you kind of know what you're doing but there are too many flops on the album mm. and then it's kind of like i guess logarithmic right is my, my scale um but pine grove was like a nine nine yeah! or ten like they were just so good so good so pine grove tau and the get down stay down have you heard her no not at all Tune Yards produced her last album, which was really cool. It was like a really cool blend of both of the artists. Um, that was really great. Um, what, is, what is it called? Tau? Tau and the Get Down Stay Tau Down. Get Down that was really Stay cool. Lizzo had the best EP of last year. It was so good. Mm. Let me just find my list. Oh, heck yeah. Um, but those, that was all last year. This year has been, been kind of good. I've mm. been doing the same thing, listening to a bunch of stuff. Let's see. There it is. Okay. I love Screamo, so Pierce the Veil. Hell yeah. But I also love Acoustic Instrumental, so Glenn Jones was good. <laughs> Have you heard? Margaret Glasby was good. For all Ooh. the for all the hype she was getting, she's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Do you know uh, Jank? No. Dude, they're so good. I feel like you'd like them because they're like kind of mathy, but like pretty emo. Yeah. But they're really fun. How do you spell it? J A N K Jank. Nice. Yeah, I'll like send you a link or something. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm like a songs guy for sure. Yeah, dude. Like if I find one song by an artist, I'm I'm more into that than I am like full albums or artists. Mm. Do you like Katy Perry? Uh I I don't know. I don't know if I have a super big opinion on Katy Perry. Oh god. Is she your lady? She's pretty great. Have you heard her new song? No. Is it cool? It's good. <laughs> I was like really nervous that it would be really bad cuz she's on her she's on my last nerve, but Oh uh, yeah. But it was good, yeah. I like really hate when people like hate on kind of like pop, pop? artists. Yeah, but I also I'm not like obsessed with pop, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but you know, cuz like all, most of the stuff I like is like pretty popular i'm not trying to be like yeah fucking neutral milk hotel ever heard of them <laughs> it's like a classic right <laughs> um but i yeah so i so when people are like justin bieber i'm like shut up yeah <laughs> you know like eighth grade classic like fold your arms and how do you feel about taylor swift i don't think like, i don't have these really strong opinions you know okay well <laughs> you should you should probably hate her I should? Yeah, you definitely should hate oh, her. Man. Yeah, like, she's awful. I feel like part of coming to pop school is like you like stick up for that stuff. Right, and then, totally. Like, but um, no, she's awful. Is she? Please. I'm very curious why you think so. Oh, oh I don't God. disagree with oh, you. Here I just, we go. Like, it's just like not, I don't listen to it. I don't not listen to it. It's like if it's she's on, just I'm a, like, cool. If she's such not, a snake and she's such a try hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. She's a serpent for sure. <laughs> God, it's been a long time since I've even thought about her, but she's really? like, she's she's just really lame. Yeah. yeah. Just like that whole like Apple Music thing. Okay. What's the deal with that? Because I saw that like, so what she like wrote a, Apple Music was trying to give people's whole, music away for free. Yeah. The whole story was Apple Music was, was not going to pay royalties for the, like their first three months. Taylor Swift wrote an open letter and then the next day, like the VP of Apple music tweeted like, thanks Taylor Swift. Like we'll change our policy. <laughs> that's not how it works. That's, that's <laughs> not how it works. That's just, you don't do that. Mm. Like, do you know all the thought that goes into like releasing something like Apple music? Like the, you don't do that. You don't write a fucking open letter. And then the next mm. day the VP reads and it was like, 
Totally. No, we should totally change it. Like if, if there's a board of investors at Apple, like there, there's so much red tape that you have to go through to just change something like that. Right. Taylor Swift was 100% in on it. She was totally mm. in on it. It was a, t- it was a huge publicity stunt. Now she's doing commercials for them. She was definitely, Ooh. she was definitely in the room when they were talking about that because Taylor Swift gets the publicity of looking like the good guy standing up for little people. Yeah. And Apple gets the publicity for looking better than their one competitor, competitor, which is who? Spotify. Exactly. And if Taylor Swift is mad at Spotify that they're not paying royalties, so she takes her music off of it, even though they are paying royalties, and then has this, you know, beef with Apple, and then Apple is the, the streaming company that changes, then they look better than Spotify. <gasps> I know. Fuck. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. So... I, and now she's doing commercials for Apple Music, and it's just all, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. That's some, like, conspiracy yes, shit yeah. that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. No, she's awful. She's really dumb. Really dumb. But Katy Perry? Katy Perry's cool. Yeah. She's older. She knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like, like, the 30-year-old pop stars. I think they're cool. Mm. Heck yeah. Yeah, I can't say, like, I know, like, what's, like, to me, like, Ariana Grande is still, like, an extremely new artist, you know? <laughs> oh, that extremely new. Like, I'm like, oh, who's a, what are the kids listening to? Probably Ariana Grande. Like, I feel like I'll be saying that for the rest of my life. <laughs> so what do you listen to? Uh... Man, just like, you know, love like sad guitar music, you know, like Sufjan Stevens, big fan of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Tweedy's great. Um, Jeff Buckley, Jeff Mangum, all the Jeffs. Yeah. <laughs> the Golden Jeffs. Um, a lot of like, you know, either like Americana y type stuff or yeah. indie rock type stuff. Um, yeah, I was a big fan of the Pine Grove. Um, yeah. Big yeah, fan of sense. Frankie Cosmos recently. And Hop Along, Ro- Rosie got me. Hooked yeah, on yeah, both Ro- of those Rosie's peeps. mentioned. Rosie's <laughs> the big cheerleader of Hop Along. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I'm a big Ben Folds fan, uh, big Death Cab fan, uh, Postal Service, all that stuff. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's definitely a scene. Yeah. I don't know. Still trying to figure it out. I was like, a, I'm not crazy about the new Father John Misty stuff. And I was like, I am an extremely big Father John Misty fan, mm-hmm. and I have like a lot of opinions about his last three singles that he's put out. I haven't heard um, them. Bad. No. <laughs> there's so much that's so good about them, but there's also so much where I'm like, well, did you try? <laughs> did you try a little harder, man? You know? Because he's like, I don't know, he's being like very political. Um, I, gotta look, I gotta look this up. I'm... I gotta be honest with you, Mac, and I don't like him. Yeah, and I totally, I totally get it. You know, I find him so not funny. <laughs> maybe yeah. I, that's the thing is like maybe I'm just a little older and I'm like, oh man, no, <laughs> I love those first two records so much, man. Mm, I think I listened to "I Love You, Honey Bear." That was it. Oh, you haven't you haven't liked these new songs? I haven't, man. That sucks. That's a bummer. It's a bummer. He was like one of my heroes. Like, you know, he definitely still is. And like, I'm super curious to hear the whole album, but right. I don't know. I feel like he's just taking a lot of cheap shots at humanity. Um, (laughs) That's an an interesting critique. I like that. (laughs) Well, like, I I don't know. Like he's not, this is, you know, doesn't, you haven't heard it. So it's not like these, these mean anything, but 
I don't know. Like, I feel like he wasn't really thinking too much about melody. Like, he just wrote some mm. lyrics that he, like, thought were provocative and just, like, squished them into a thing. But then mm. there are all these, like, really beautiful moments right. that are so sick. But he's, like, trying. Re- I don't know. I'm just, like. That's a bummer. I can see people getting really into it. And I'm just, like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, like, pretty pretentious. I just don't yeah. like how he like gets up there and like says all these things. It sounds like he's using every word from the dictionary he's ever learned. He <laughs> just sounds like he's trying so hard. Mm. Poor guy. Interesting. I, I watched like a KEXP thing of his. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at related artists. Do you, do you like Fleet Foxes? I do. Do you like Mac DeMarco? I like Mac DeMarco. Okay. Not all. I'm not crazy into him. I, that record too. I'm a big fan of. Cass McCombs. Never heard of him. Oh, he's got one good song. Andrew Bird. I feel like that's someone that people I'm into are into. <laughs> M. Ward. Mm. Mm. I, I mean, I listened to the She and Him records when I was in middle school. I think it's pretty lame. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's kind of... My my Morning Jacket. Yeah, that was, that was like around, but I, I never got crazy into them. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I know any of their songs other than the one that's on... Guitar Hero 5. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I, I'm still trying to figure my shit out as far as who I'm into and stuff. Um, Death Cab's an interesting one. Cause like I know. I, I'm just... I feel like I have a very specific, like, like, I'm not crazy about their early stuff. But I'm not crazy about their recent stuff, but they're like mid Like which, like, like Transatlanticism? Transatlanticism, photo album, to me, like, those mm-hmm, are the mm-hmm. those are the good ones. Those are my two. Um, because they're angsty enough and they're sentimental enough you know i have some more what about modest mouse i feel like okay there's so many bands that i feel like i'm gonna have that phase in my right. life i feel like i'm you gonna have a modest there. mouse phase i'm gonna have a smith's face haven't had it yet i haven't had that either you the know? shins yeah i like the shins man um i feel like i'm gonna have a tom waits phase bright but, eyes yeah i like bright eyes okay okay <laughs> sizing me up yeah i'm sizing you up <laughs> What about Rilo Kylie? No, but and I Jenny I should, Lewis. I like. Uh, I feel like I should, you know, because I'm a big postal service fan. Yeah, you uh, definitely should. Yeah. Yes. What's a What's a good Rilo Kylie album? Oh man, oh man. Let's see. Uh, More adventurous was their major label debut, um, mm. and it's not the best album, but it's got portions for foxes, which is the best song of all time. Um, <laughs> but I would say execution of all things is their second album there's really cool jenny lewis is like the queen of indie music dude i miss indie music yeah yeah because like where did what is indie music to you first of all and where did it go to me indie meant indie was short for independent and it meant music that was a little too weird to mm. be accessible to a mainstream audience. So for me, indie music is like of Montreal and like and like early Death Montreal. Cab, you know, and like yeah. Bright Eyes and all those people like Saddle Creek and Merge and like like Neutral Milk Hotel mm-hmm. and um like uh arcade. Do you say Arcade Fire or ar- Arcade Fire? Oh man, I, I, whoa boy, what a question! Arcade Fire, Arcade Fire. Oh shit! <laughs> this is wow, dude. Arcade Fire, dude. Arcade Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think I say Arcade Fire. That's what I, that's what I said to you. So anyway, but you know, like music, music that was like a little too weird to actually be mainstream. Right. Now, indie is a genre and it's right. not even anywhere close to what independent music used to sound like. It's very interesting. And so I miss like 
the early death cab and the mm. early and rilo kiley yeah and bright eyes and of montreal and all this stuff that was like kind of weird right um and now people call heim indie and it's like right. heim was always signed to a major label <laughs> and there's nothing indie about them yeah. you're just branding them as indie or like that other guy yeah jack garrett was was a guy who was like always backed by major label mm. but they pretend that he's not and yeah. then he blows up and his music isn't even indie either so mm. so i miss it i miss the yeah the earnestness for sure yeah 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 well that's the thing it's like i don't know like, is it more of an intention than like a sound you know yeah definitely i don't know because it was part of it like, it was kind of cool when arcade fire was the biggest band in the world right <laughs> it was kind of no, like, that wait, is true fuck yeah it's like really <laughs> weird like mormon band it's <laughs> like fucking on, on the cover of every magazine like yeah. that's kind of awesome but also heartbreaking at the same time because right. you're like oh the party's over like <laughs> right totally yeah no music is just in a really weird place right now mm. everyone everyone's freaking out no one knows what's happening but yeah i certainly don't know what's happening i feel like i don't i'm not like hip on what's up or like what's coming up but like part of that is like part i feel like i don't know i feel like kind of keeping my head in the sand is like maybe good <laughs> yeah no totally yeah no it's all weird it's all weird and gross yeah yeah who's bumming you out right now and who's like got you most stoked oh man let me think just like it just it it doesn't it just doesn't make any sense the mm. whole the whole model right now just doesn't make any sense mm. um like who's your model you know, of what this sounds so mean but <laughs> who's really bumming me out right now is like amateurs um (laughs) and hobbyists who haven't given up yet and that sounds so harsh and everyone should Mm. everyone should do what what makes them happy right but like have a little bit of (laughs) self-awareness to like separate yourself from the from the the big boys but um and that sounds like classist or whatever but but the point is that i'm i hate people who put their stock in metrics um Hmm. like it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Major labels are so stupid because they see like, oh man, this stupid shitty band with their stupid shitty music is trending on Hype Machine. Like, yeah. we should sign them. It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> You're wasting a whole bunch of money. Like, even if this even if this song, this stupid track that people are consuming and will forget about in a month, mm-hmm gets like a million plays on Spotify or on SoundCloud, that has no bearing as to whether or not any fans will show up to a show. Right. Or if any fans will buy a 10-song album. So stop putting your money in these, you know, bands that are just a flash in the pan. Mm. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. None. Whatsoever. <laughs> like, so what? <laughs> so what your song got this many plays on Spotify? So what your song's on Hype Machine? Yeah. Like, whatever, dude. I guess that makes me feel better because, like, when I have friends that are, like, on Hype Machine, I'm like, fuck. It's, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> the whole, the big question is, are you going to be around in 10 years making mm. music? You know? Are you going to be filling venues with fans? Are you the most... I told myself I wasn't going to do this rant, <laughs> but I'll just do an abridged version. The, okay. whole, po- the whole point is... If you are a musician and you want to sell your music, you are asking these strangers to pay your rent. You know, yeah. you're saying, please buy my album yeah, so that I can live. And that's a really big question to ask them. That's yeah. like, a, like you owe them a lot if they do that. 
So don't yeah. go to the labels because the labels are not going to pay your rent. I mean, they mm. will while you're in debt to them so that you can just keep making music, but that doesn't mean anything. Hype mm. machine doesn't mean anything. And all those streams on Spotify or whatever are still not sure signs that these people are actually going to get out of their house and show up and buy your t-shirt and pay your rent. So the most important thing is if you get out on the ground floor and meet these people that are yeah. paying your rent and form a real connection with them in the same way that like, like Tegan and Sarah have been around for 10 years Yeah, and they're not massively famous, hmm. but they have people who have been paying their rent for 10 years. Yeah. Like they've been living off of music for 10 years. And there are other artists like that, that are, again are not charting at number one and aren't the hippest thing in the world, but they've been living off of music. Yeah. I think that's very cool. That's and that's like the cool. important thing. That's the dream. Yeah. That's the dream. That's the dream. So yeah, all that other stuff is stupid. That's been bowing me out, but I haven't really thought about that in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Thanks for answering all my questions. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to shift over into producer artist? Producer artist. Yeah. Now that all this crap is over, now all the small talk stuff. Yeah, let's get the small talk out of the way. Let's talk work. <laughs> let's go back to work. Oh, man. Well, thanks for being on my podcast, Francis. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mackin. Of course. Oh, shit. That's the show. I hope you like the show. If you like the show, go ahead and tell all your friends about the show. And tell your grandparents about the show. And they'll be like, what's a podcast? And you'll be like, it's an internet radio thing. And they'll be like, what's the internet? And you'll be like, it's the radio, but on your computer. Bye. <laughs>